Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent, excellent. The cocktail of the week this week is the Cowboy Colada. Oh, what's that? It's kind of like a pina colada. Mm-hmm. Whiskey, pineapple juice, cream of coconut. Get out. Yep. Whiskey, that's the cowboy part. Inter- interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I would try. Yeah, maybe I'll make one when you we're done. You haven't made it immediate right We've, now. We got a bottle of champagne on ice. Right, and you you don't like mixing liquors. What do you I mean? have no objection. Oh, oh. I'm very Catholic, it's small just c about it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just too much drinking for me to have the champagne and also a cocktail. I know you don't know what that is. It's a phrase that <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard said. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that's the cocktail of the week this week. We'll let you all know how it is if I make one. It's time for Administrative Corner. Ooh, I love Administrative Corner. Um, the only item on Administrative Corner this week is one... According to you. You told me to put this item on the list. No, I'm just saying I might have more. Yes, yes. The only Which item is, on my be, list. You might be surprised. Wh- how would you feel about being surprised? Not so good. <laughs> I love to be surprised. I don't, your face says no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The item that you asked me to put on Administrative Corner <laughs> is combos. I love them. I think there's a lawsuit about combos. I think that's what prompted yes, this. Yes, that's right. Somebody, uh, one or more of the friends of the squad sent us this. There's a uh, a lawsuit challenging combos because they don't contain real cheese or not enough real cheese or mm. something like that. It's one of these food lawsuits where someone's like, oh, they say they cheese your hunger away, but they don't actually... <laughs> cheese my hunger away at all i'm still hungry or something you know something like that so uh yes it's uh, mm, i mean i think some of these are are goofy this is not like they're marketing you know i don't know it's not gonna hurt you it's not poison did you see that recent lawsuit filed in florida against reese's like peanut butter cups reese's because they've got like the halloween pumpkin shaped um reese's cups right but they're shaped like pumpkins instead of like the jagged edge they have like a pumpkin edge yeah, they're still of flat like, or are they they're round? still flat yeah but instead of being round they're kind of oblong yeah to look kind of like a pumpkin okay and on the packaging they look like a jack-o'-lantern where there's like two little triangle eyes and a mouth cut out and you can like see the peanut butter inside but the actual ones don't have the cutouts they're just pumpkin shaped so some lady <sighs> uh sued them that was that. my heavy sigh like that is a waste of societal and societal and judicial resources. Yes, come I on, agree. this is childish. And and the fact that lawyers take lawsuits like that show that that's there's a mistake. I mean, because they may win, right? They may get some judge or some jury to say uh, they'll probably settle. Okay, poor, here poor we go. Poor Reese's. We get fewer peanut butter cups because of this kind of stuff. Woman sues Hershey for selling Reese's peanut butter pumpkins without quote cute faces seen on packaging. Gosh. So, I mean, at some point, uh, the cl- there's a YouTube clip and it says Reese's Halloween candy lied to me. Here's here's what they're supposed to look like. You see, they're kind of like pumpkin shaped, but then they're supposed to, according to this lady, they're supposed to actually have those little cutouts. Ah, uh, but see, but the one next to it has no little cutouts. No, it's got a bite out of it. Maybe she'll sue them because like some don't have bites out of them. Already. Seriously, I mean, at some point, so so suing combo is because it's not all cheddar cheese or whatever. Uh, I think is is also pushing it although as everyone knows 
I'm a fan of combos, so maybe I'm biased here. Maybe I think they shouldn't be improved. Maybe maybe adding more real cheese will, you know, take off the balance and make them bad. A proposed class action claims Mars Wrigley Confectionery U.S. I didn't realize they owned combos. Misled consumers. <laughs> I know actually how to say that word, but that is a little household joke. By marketing, its popular combo snack is containing real cheese when in fact the filling is made predominantly with lower cost filler ingredients. I don't know that they market it as having real cheese. They, they just say cheddar cheese flavor. It says filling made with real cheese... There may be real cheese in it somewhere. The ingredient list states that the product contains, quote, less than 2% of, and then a bunch of stuff in Baker's and cheddar cheese blend. I Look, I think there's two things here. Yeah. Everything is real cheese. <laughs> it's not unreal cheese. It's not in like an unreal number or whatever those things are, imaginary number. It's not imaginary sure. cheese. So it is real. Uh, and it is cheese. So what do you want? Yeah, I know. It says it's made with real cheese. If I said it was made with cyanide and then it contained less than 2% of cyanide, you'd still fucking care. I would still think it has cyanide in it. Yes, because you'd be dead. So they need... Oh, you could do that closing argument so well in this case. You could be like, I rest my case. (laughs) Cyanide. on something. (laughs) Anyway, I'm a fan of combos. And you know who else likes combos? Guac. Yeah. Feta. Yeah. Remy, yeah. Brody, yeah. but not Fink. Now, I just recently reposted the video from Fed Up! Fed Up! Don't eat the blow high. From when Vink uh, was a puppy and she would peel the outside pretzel off of a combo. Which shows not liking, though. That's not liking. But she did eventually, she'd eat all those pretzel bits and then she'd eat the cheese. It's like which some is, kind of weird toy for her. I eat them that way, too. On the floor. <laughs> Not on the floor, no. But I have opposable thumbs, so. Yeah, but you do eat them. I've put given them to Venk, and she puts them in her mouth, and she just goes bleh. Oh, well. She's, she doesn't have the patience for what, <laughs> what she used to do as a puppy. She's got more important things to do during the day now than peel her combo, apparently. And I've tried. I've broken it open. I've tried to give her the inside. Yeah. She's like, meh. I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. Sorry, I don't like it. You're trying to trick me. Does it have medicine inside? Just give me a damn carrot. Can I can I remove the pill from this? <laughs> if only we all were like, you know what I want instead of like combos and potato chips and french fries? Just a good carrot. Bank gets so excited about carrots. We're moving a bit into dog updates. But no, she, Do you want to manage that blow high first? Or you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're Okay, we're back. Yep. Yeah, uh Vink is, you know, still quite picky with her eating, and we have to kind of establish that Ingo's not allowed to start doing carrot time until Vink is thoroughly done, because as soon as she hears carrot time starting, she's like, I don't want my food anymore. I want a goddamn carrot. All she wants is a carrot. Like, yep. all day, she would love to just have carrots. She'd be all carrot. And yep. she wouldn't eat. I mean, that's not digestible very much. Nope. She doesn't get much out of a carrot, Mm-mm. except joy, which is pretty good. Joy is good. One cannot survive on joy alone. It hasn't been tried <laughs> conclusively, I think. I'm not sure the science on that is hardcore. Well, Vink would be like to be a <laughs> test someday. <laughs> We're not done. With administrative corner? I have an item. Ooh, I love it. An apology. <gasps> to me? No, to, oh. the, to the friends of the squad. We're late with this podcast. Oh, quite. But it's a qualified apology uh. because we also don't take like summer break. 
We don't take any break. We don't do vacation. So the fact no. that we've kind of unofficially moved the release date from Wednesday to Friday now. It's Saturday. Is fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't bust harsh my buzz here. Yeah, no. Um, I know we're a day late, but we're not four days late oh, at yeah. least. Like we've kind of let it slip. But we're still doing one a week. It's just later in the week. It's because I'm tr- I'm not here. It would be great. We would absolutely record them on Wednesdays if I were here. It's because I don't provide content. That's not true. It's not your fault. I'm, but I'm not here. Everybody listen. It is not <laughs> Jen's fault. This is completely my... It's completely Feta's fault. All right, fine. <laughs> Come on, Feta. Quit eating all the notes. Is that your last item for Administrative Corner? Because if so, it... It can transition us into dog updates. I'm I'm up for that. So speaking of me not being here and it impacting dog life, such a good transition, life, so you. smooth. So uh, friends, longtime friends of the squad will know that we got Hopper because you know I had had a couple dogs and they got old and died, and when they died, I was like, I now need a new dog, and I was a fan of Shadow the Golden um, on Twitter, and. Uh, I reached out to Shadow's dad at the time, and I was like, Shadow looks like a great dog. He was about a year old. Uh, Where did you get Shadow? He's got that big head. So cute. And Shadow is from a uh, breeder called Gold Rush, and I I called them up, and I was like, I would like one, please. And I got Hops, and then uh, Hopper's mom had another litter, and we got Vink. So those were our two non-rescues. Opposite ends of the spectrum. They, Vink sure was quite different than Hops. Quite opposite. Um, so, you know, I love them. And then we have rescued all of these dogs. And when we lost Hops, I was like, man, I kind of want another Hops. Hopper kind I mean, I would love another Hops, but just like another dog like Hops, like another Gold Rush dog, which is not what we do now, like go get puppies from breeders. But I was like, man, it would be nice. And then like Feta came along and I was like, maybe Feta as a puppy now is going to like fulfill this need that I have. But she did not exactly. She's she's her own thing. She is puppy like, but she's not a hops. No. And or nor is she Vonk. She's somewhere else. She's a third option. Yep. Um, she's great. But it just, like, the thing that I was thinking about with getting a puppy from the breeder that Hops came from is not what Feta is. Uh, Feta weighs 55 pounds, head 8 ounces, <laughs> tongue 5 ounces, her head's extremely small. Brain 2 ounces, <laughs> perhaps, maybe an ounce and a half right now. It, it may grow, but not too much. She's so weird. She's I love her. so cute, but she looks... she. <laughs> she just did this weird like half roll yeah. she's all bent she's more butt than head right now <laughs> i mean true. if you she you know <laughs> yeah, she would be popping a permanent wheelie if she were a car oh my god yeah the poor <laughs> poor girl so i happened to be glancing at the website for um the person that we got hops from and there's a litter of puppies who are now like five or six weeks old Ugh. and uh i was like and go. look at puppies what, on the internet oh it's like a think, drug what do you think about this like i really miss hops and i'd really like to get another puppy that's like hops and Ingo's like no and i was you like you did the drips though you did first you were like you know look there's puppies blah 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 and i was like oh 
right now and i'm sure feta was like biting me in the ear at the time or something i was like right now two fetas or feta and a half probably is more than i can handle i was like they'll be best friends and uh, you're like why don't you come home for a while and i was like okay uh, extremely fair point like but like extremely fair point that like I travel a ton and you absolutely would be the one having to deal with a lot of the craziness solo. It's a lot. And I, and I was thinking of this new puppy, like it's just swimming away, swimming away. Oh. Bye bye puppy. And I was like, you're totally right. But here, I'm just going to send you a couple pictures. And then that was, uh, <laughs> then it, and then you were like, you know, doesn't this one look a little like Hopper? Look at those eyes. And I was like, God damn it. She does look like Hopper and it's just terrible. And this mm. is awful. And then by the end of the day, I was like, Fine, let's just get another puppy. Fine, fine, fine. It's fine, period. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't its fine, period. I was like, look, here's the like maternal grandfather. You know, this dog is like five probably, right? Uh, and I was like, look at this dog. This dog looks kind of hot, like hops. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, this dog has chocolate chip eyes. <gasps> oh my God, the dog has chocolate chip eyes. And it was, it was, that's, oof, it was terrible. Anyway. We, we both, neither of us were very dry-eyed during this interaction because That's of hops. Um, anyway, I did not succeed in talking and go into getting... I mean, uh, you got puppy. me close, but but you realize that it was emotionally close. <laughs> I, I realize close. that There's, you don't want one. Well, it's just all the circumstances are not perfect right now. That's are it. they ever? Uh, yeah. If you get a puppy like just thrown at you like Feta, <laughs> see if someone can toss a gold rush puppy at you and then you'd be like, oh, okay, well, there you go. She gave, she, what, they, right, what they if, gave him up. What if great were like, listen, uh, this person yep. got a puppy from this litter. Yep, I'm in. Wait, so like what's the practical difference to our lives? Is One it is the moral? going to see, yes. Oh, it's the moral part. You don't want to. It's the sort of moral ethical part. If, if, if. If we are presented with a puppy, we can't say no. If we go seek out a puppy, it feels different. Is it that like the rescuing is more moral than the buying from a breeder? Or is it the like seeking versus taking what the universe gives us? Both. Both okay. are independently significant. I don't know which is, which is if any, either of them is more important. But the rescue versus a breeder is important. But also... The fact that fate is throwing a puppy at us is significant. But we could also talk about it. <laughs> no. I miss hops. Okay. We have other things on the agenda. All right. Um, I got to see cheddar cheese this week. That's cool. Yep. I was up in Maryland. Is he still giant? Still giant. Very floofy. That's a big dog. He's he's a nice man. He wags when he sees me. He's a, I love those blind eyes. Yep. They're so trusting. Um, so that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like that boy. Yeah. Um, and then while I was hanging out with Cheds, you were taking Vink up for chemo, sort of. <laughs> I took him to chemo. He didn't get... She didn't get chemo because... Her blood cells were slightly too low. Um, a lot too low. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but not but as bad luckily as Luckily, not as bad as last time. But they, she's still very sensitive to the one. This you is know, the this week is, two this drug. Is alternate 
drugs every week or cycling through drugs every week and it's this is the one she reacted to very badly the first time yep and so they think they reduced the dosage by about 20 percent and she's yep. still obviously it kicks her bone marrow's butt yep. and she ends up with fewer white blood cells than she needs um and so she got she got to not have chemo and just have a drive to and from miami which you know she was fine with yep with feta feta was totally fine with it because feta you know just got to play in the dog park and had some combos on the drive there we are combos indeed uh some people ask very reasonably like can't we just get her white blood cell count checked down here instead of driving her all the way up to miami but they like to have her up there because if it's really bad they'll hospitalize her um and they'll like do certain treatments to try to get that better um there's like prescriptions that she would have to get like the first time she had to get put on antibiotics so there's like stuff that they do so it's not just like oh the cell the white blood cells are too low we won't do it it actually says in the protocol like depending the range that they're in there's different stuff that they do so they really want her up there yeah and the fact that this happens sort of every week means that you know scheduling her for a cbc 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 when I watched ER, I used to know exactly what a CBC was. <laughs> it's a complete They blood always count. did a CBC. <laughs> always ordered a CBC for every new admittee. Um, I think scheduling her for a CBC here at the vet would be hard. Yeah, because we'd, like, we'd need to get the test and get the results. Yeah. And then get it in enough time to get her up to Miami. So it's a, it, it's a good idea. If we had a home CBC test... Yeah. Maybe we could do it, but uh, I just scheduled Venk for her annual mm. Morris Animal Foundation thing for March, like, 16th. It's yeah, the next date that they took. had for a full vet, like, vet hour or yeah. whatever. So, it, you know, it's a good idea, sure. D could we check her? Yeah, in theory, but but it, it's since it happens, you know, every week, we'd have to be, like, scheduling her Tuesday every week for a, for a CBC. And then even if it's low, we might have to bring her up to Miami. So it's it's not like you spend all day where the vets are just calling each other and coordinating and everything. Yeah, so. it, it's it's a good it's you know it seems like it could be more efficient, but it's not that it's inherently inefficient. Yeah. Um. Other than that, everything is pretty mellow in the household. There was a blow high destruction this week. Yeah. Remy's doing good. Brody's doing good. Quack's a good boy. Mm-hmm. So that's all pretty good. Yeah. You're staring at me intently with blinking. Do you Stop. want me to pause the podcast? Pause, pause real quick. All right, Ingo thought of and then forgot a feta story, so maybe it'll show up in time for ramblings or Ingo Corner. Ah. She's cute. She still wants to be a big dog. She acts like a big dog. She copies... She copies... Quack... But she's a lot like hops in the water in that. She chases the fish in little she circles. She loves to just look at the fish and chase them and commune with them and loses all sense of time with the fish. It's pretty cool. She's also as ball obsessed as guac and kind of the way hops was too. She won't get out of the car though, which is an interesting thing. That is weird. Yeah. We don't know. She loves to go in the car, yeah. but she gets, seems like real freaked out if we try to get her out. She doesn't try to jump out of the car and she actively resists getting taken out of the car mm -hmm. like f floppy resistance 
and it's a weird it's a weird thing like we're trying to trick her or i don't know what it is right yeah. but she's clearly like afraid of getting out of the car totes yeah and we don't i mean this is a dog where we this isn't like a traumatized dog found by the side of the road we know where she's been through most of her life yeah where did she get a don't weird, know. weird yeah it's weird no. i don't know either i don't know weird little cheese <laughs> he's a small cheese all right it's time for ramblings i have an item here oh, oh. no i did this one last time the the guy who was pretending to be a ghost who did that <laughs> jumping last out and scaring people in a cemetery I, like that. I still don't think that's really a crime i mean maybe it is in england no i think it's overcharged oh maybe should be less of a crime there's probably more ghosts in england right you were in Maryland this week. It's still oh haunted. Oh, my huh? God. Our house is so haunted in Maryland, you guys. Like, we don't really talk about it that much. Because it's like, just a background thing. Yeah, it's not malevolently haunted. Nope. It is just... It's not really that active beyond There's sounds. a lot of sounds. Bang, knocking on the walls, footsteps on the stairs, banging. Like, like I've had people come over. I think it, we may have even told the story on the podcast. When I was having an alarm system put in, this is before I met you, um... I was talking to the ADT, you know, lady who was selling me the stuff and she was going I think we call it ADHD today. <laughs> no, no, it's a different oh, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the security company that that serial killer oh, worked for. Oh, not ADD? <laughs> um, and they have some that are like sound sensitive and I was like, well, listen, like the house makes a lot of sounds like there's footsteps and stuff on the stairs and she like absolutely like eventually like bolted out of the house. <laughs> Like the house is not quiet. Yeah. She has a different relationship with hauntedness than yes. you do. <laughs> you were like, this is awesome. And yeah. she's like, ah. <laughs> it's big, not awesome. Not awesome. Big loud bangs in the walls and like real footsteps sound. I mean, those are my favorite ones. A the real footstep creak, sounds on the stairs. Creaky wood footsteppy sounds. I mean, it's a weird. Like I've crawled onto the stairs when the footstep sounds are making and you can hear them go from like one riser to the next. What do you mean you've crawled under the stairs? I've like gotten on my little hands and knees so my head's down on like stair level. Oh, to hear. To hear. To listen. Yes. Yes. Oh. So and nobody stepped on your head? See, I'd be worried about getting I, my head stepped on. I felt no nothing, no presence. I no. Mean, that's good. Thing, but you can hear it going like creak and then the next step creak, creak and it sounds like footsteps. But it is one step at a time. It's not malevolent, or else it would step on your head. Yeah, no, I mean, that's. You're yeah. in the way. <laughs> Clearly. The, the haunting at the house in Maryland seems entirely unaware or unresponsive to our presence. It's almost just like the house is doing things. Yeah. Which is haunty, but not like spirit bad. Just like the house has a spirit. If you're scared of ghosts, you would not want to come to our house. If you're just like, hmm, then you're like, wow, this is so interesting. But it does make a lot of noise. And yeah. you were up there like a few weeks ago and you're like, really is haunted in here. <laughs> I was like, yep, sure is. There really, there really are sounds. And it's kind of all year. It's not like it's, I no, think it's, it's worse in the, the winter. Remember? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. The windows are closed. So it sounds different in the winter. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Time for Taste of the Keys. So we have a group here in the Keys of the Conch Republic Marine Army. Um, they're kind of inspired by the Cajun Navy, I think. Whom I don't know. Uh, dudes with their own boats in New Orleans who, like, saved people after Katrina. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
and I'm sure they've done other stuff. They, it is a ongoing organization. So I think when there's flooding and stuff, dudes in their boats go out and help people. Um, so the Conch Republic Marine Army, I think, was established after Hurricane Irma in 2017. They may have been around before that, but I think it was after that. And there was so much cleanup to be done in the Keys, um, especially down here in the Lower Keys, which is where the eye of the hurricane came through. Because um, the, the islands are very, very narrow. And so everybody's stuff gets blown out into the ocean and then ends up in, you know, the backcountry islands and up, out in the mangroves. In the trees. Like yeah. All over, wrapped around things. Yeah. So they've pulled, I think, 86 refrigerators out of the water <laughs> as an example. Uh, but we've done some of it, cleanups with them where you like go out in your kayak and they give you these big kind of, I think the bags we had like held cabbages from the grocery store before, but they're kind of like mesh bags. Yeah, they're really sturdy bags. They're yeah. They're like great dive bags or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you get gloves and like scissory things and you go out and you pull like trap line out of the mangroves trash out of the so mangroves. much of it is trap line and nets and and lobster traps a lot of plastic bits though yeah they once found a piece of a a rocket like a space that's rocket. that's right it was one of the cape canaveral rockets that yep. had blown up or it was stage one it was yeah, from like remember. stage one there but they found this big weird yeah. piece of metal and they <laughs> got a whole ship out there and all these people pulled it out I don't know if we were on that trip or not. We didn't help find the metal. That might have been one of the It was after we our trip and they'd said they'd found a piece. I don't know if we were on cool. our trip. Yeah. I found a outboard engine. Yes, you did. That we was, got that out of the water too. That was gross. And then they give like accolades if you find a refrigerator. Yes. That is the the pri the grand prize of salvage is yep. a refrigerator. Um, so they're still running cleanups. Most of the Irma stuff is gone at this point that there are still some, you know, there's so many islands out there that aren't on the road, um, that there's still cleanup, but then there's always other kind of cleanup, especially like you were saying, lobster trap stuff, trap line buoys, and then just like plastic <laughs> garbage. Balls. <laughs> Tennis balls Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Um, so they run one of the things that they do is run a program where like volunteers will sometimes come down to the keys and be like, we want to help. We want to, you know, volunteer while we're down here. And so they'll take them out in their boat, you know, and they'll spend an afternoon cleaning up. And it's fun because you're, you're like in the water, you know, you, it's like almost the same as if you were out there anyway, but you're like doing something. We productive. used to do that for work retreats, like find yeah. a good thing. And we'd like work at habitat Ronald for McDonald humanity. house yeah. or habitat for a day. And we'd feel good about it. And it's like, did we really make a big difference? I don't know, but you know, it feels better than, I don't know, zip lining. Yeah, that's right. So that's exactly the kind of stuff that, that they do. Um, and you get to be in the water. It's like, it's real nice. Yeah. So there was, um, a group of ecology students from Missouri that came down to the keys and went out for the day with the Conquer Public Marine Army to Perfect. help clean up. Which, what age? College? Uh, high school. High school. High school. So here is their post from Facebook. And I will say they had a Facebook post first that was like, oh, my God, you guys won't believe what happened. Like, we'll give you the full update. So here's the full update. <laughs> we called the cops. Five exclamation points. So good. Today, we welcomed 10 high school ecology students from Missouri. And we went and pulled 346 pounds of trash and found a kilo of cocaine. <laughs> it was found in the high tide line and we called the proper authorities. And thanks to Sheriff Ramsey and the Homeland Security, they met us at the dock to take away 2.46 pounds of cocaine. The better procedure is just to mark the location and call it in and not touch it because this stuff can be quite hazardous. Amazing group of young, enthusiastic adults. 
who gave us faith in our future. Missouri, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks. Join us. They did. And then there's this great picture of like the 10 high school students and their teacher, the Conquer Public Marine Army guys, and then like the cops and a kilo of cocaine. Do they all have big wide eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Would that not be like the coolest story as a high school student to be like, yeah, we went down to the key, found a kilo of cocaine. Someone is going to think about sticking their finger in there. A hundred percent. High school kids? You're going to be like, no way is this the real thing. <laughs> no way. This is amazing. I found cocaine. C- cocaine. I found cocaine, you guys. Although maybe it's not yeah, a big no, deal. I, I don't know. Bit it would have been a big deal to me as a kid. I would have I would have been freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great story. So Amazing. Yeah. So they had a picture. Like their first post was just a picture of the square grouper. And... uh and they were like, we can't wait to tell you about this. And I was like, ooh, exciting. I think it's the first one they found. Like, they haven't found any other square groupers in all their searching, which is pretty. Because they mostly go on the Gulf side, and the drug runners come up on the Atlantic side. That's true. From Cuba. Yeah. I mean, it's the, um, or South America, right? Yeah. They're, they're not going to drop it on the other side of the key, or it's not going to wash up across right. the keys. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Although, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking it's the first one they've reported well true but they're always like fundraising and like people are donating like old boats and stuff so i think if they found a kilo of cocaine and sold it well cocaine is completely different oh right? marijuana the, the marijuana i think is if you find marijuana i think you you didn't find marijuana i, I bet that a lot of people have that rule down I here. mean, there's some interesting smells around here you're not kidding it's time for jeremy word of the week yes somebody suggested this and I can't remember who it was, and I apologize, but it was Taumittelsprühanlage. Taumittelsprühanlage. Sprühanlage. Sprühanlage. Yeah. Taumittel. Taumittelsprühanlage. Tau is the word Tauen, means to defrost or melt. Tau. I mean, the word Tau also can mean big, thick rope. Hmm. Like, what, what do you call the ropes for big cruise ships do they have a different word mm-hmm. in more german the word is tau for that kind of big giant rope yeah. and the rest is seil um tau so tau mittel is a is a is a fluid that defrosts things and sprühanlage is a spraying contraption so does it like windshield washer fluid it's the what they do for planes. Oh, de-icing. Yeah, it's a it's a Tau Mittel Sprühanlage. It's a machine that sprays defroster or de-icer. That's right? very cool. Tau Mittel Sprühanlage, classic German word, just yeah. jam it all together. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Tau like Mittel it. Somewhat seasonal, I suppose, in that they do that yeah. some places, not around here so much. Not down here. Nope, we don't de-ice. Nope, we have not. But we also haven't seen iguanas falling out of trees. Lately. Doesn't get cold enough for the iguanas to fall out of trees here. No. Miami, yes, here, no. We're no. only 120 miles south. Makes a difference. We're 120 miles south? Not due south. We're 120 miles away from Miami, yes. Oh, I guess that's true. We're kind of south. You know, we kind of go slide across. That That's true. We're, we're also... But we're also more water surrounded than Miami. Miami has one side land. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, I'm going to measure it out on my map here if the map is like doesn't have to follow roads because we know how far the road is. 
All right, a straight line from Miami to here. Don't follow the roads. Draw a straight line. Come on, map. This is crappy podcasting here. <laughs> crappy podcasting. Look at this is the best. This is quality. That's southwest. Yes. What that just mean? <laughs> You're pointing to a, a thing that says 120 miles on the screen that has a blue line as a to how a straight line the cr- from Miami flies. to Key West. That doesn't mean it's 120 miles south. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So uh, if I just draw a straight line from Miami down to our latitude. Yes, it might be less. Yeah. Still, 80. that's 80 miles is much souther. Yeah. Uh, uh, pardon the uh, awkward expression. Yeah. I'd, I'd say 90. 90 miles souther is pretty good. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and much more in the water. So we should be much more temperate. Yeah, we better be. We better be. It's yeah. time for Ingo Corner, where you say whatever you want, and I don't tell you it's boring. Well, I'm still reading Christmas cards and birthday cards. It doesn't get old. Just I think I worked through the last stack of them that I just found because I was cleaning up my desk. Um, oh, look at it in there. It is very clean. Yeah. Good job. And I ma- it made me very happy to read them all again. And it's it's just cool that we that people like our podcast. That the whole Voodsmith thing has taken off. Voodsmith is awesome. Amazing that 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 boy was here for like a year and a some, year right? And a half, Not yeah. much. And he touched so many lives and inspired so many people just by being kind of a stubborn dude with a great attitude. It's uh, it's remarkable yep. that that hundreds, maybe more people, you know know each other and have interacted with each other and gotten to know each other because of Voods. 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 He did not intend that. He had no plan. He did not plan this. So good. But he's still such a force and such a presence. And the fact that that people enjoy our podcast is really nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's good to do good. And if people have uh, the opportunity to do good, most people would choose to do good. So we do and we do. So I'm not that sorry that we're a day late this week it's fine (laughs) (laughs) so anyway thanks to everyone who sends stuff it's always appreciated and it's and it's amazing but also who sends stuff you know to other fans and this whole voodsmith thing is just so good such a force for good i mean we're no taylor swift but you know pretty good we can operate in our own little ways pretty good yeah i mean she's she's cooler in many ways so are you uh rooting for the chiefs in the super bowl i don't care i don't care but i do like taylor swift i support her in a very fatherly way god is she doing good stuff too in a very like force of good way nice yeah would i like those chiefs to win yeah i mean i'm sort of into the kelsey brothers now yeah so would i want them to win yeah they're from not cleveland they're well they are from cleveland heights but they went to Cincinnati. They're for Ohio boys. Like you, sort of. Like me. I was there for four years. I mean, I went to high school in Gates Mills. So uh, so I like them for that reason. Plus, they're just fun brothers. Yeah. Who doesn't want a big, giant, like, 280-pound brother who's just, like, got a big beard and is goofy? <laughs> takes his shirt off in Buffalo and and but is a very thoughtful dude. Nah. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of both of them. But if the, if Kansas City doesn't win, I don't think any of them are going to be crushed. You know, they've won I think three in the last four or two mm. out of the last four already. Mm. Um, so they don't need to win. 
Should they right. win? Yes, they I, should win. I forgot what it's like to talk about sports to dudes. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> you say a lot more. I thought that was going to be like a yes or no answer. Oh, this is this is why you don't listen to pod sports. This is what spor- sports broadcasting is like exactly like this i forgot because i never listened to it what do you who do you think is better you know peyton or tom brady and then you have three hours of (laughs) fact free (laughs) or relevance free discussion just like just droning on and on terrible all right let's not make our podcast that that it's absolutely my fault for asking the question and not realizing look you can't ignore taylor swift as a cultural force for this week cannot uh, you cannot uh, you cannot you would have been remiss had you not <laughs> okay that's yeah fair. so you did the right thing but we don't need to go more okay uh well thanks for listening everybody and until next time slava ukraini and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to that's right bye bye